Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. If you've lived anywhere for any period of time, you know that there's a tendency for people to just accumulate stuff. It piles up and eventually we've got to deal with it. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. And Danny, when it comes time to clean the house, my initial thought is kids' rooms, or actually just outside of the kids' rooms, because one of my kids cleaned their room and threw everything outside of, just outside of their doorway. In the hallway, yeah. Uh, but I can't point a finger because I got my messy areas. I think everybody's got a junk drawer that is like, you know, uh, good luck trying to find anything in there. Hmm. We should probably begin, if we're going to try to clean up the house, with our own stuff. Is that good advice? Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just as guilty where uh, I remember asking my, my son, hey, uh, it's time to clean your room. And uh, he said, and, and I said, hey, make sure you make your bed. And, and he said, well, what about your guys' bed? And your your room looks a little bit uh, disorganized, too. And I, I said, you know what? You're right. Uh, this is something we need to do as we're modeling this. Uh, it was we needed to to clean declutter our room as well and and what a great exercise of family to do that sometimes we have kids reminding us mm-hmm. of things right and this was a moment of, of reminder and reset for us to clear things out it's things accumulate so fast when you have a family and you have birthdays and christmases and extended family that yes. gives gifts so yeah i think parents just like kids we have to declutter model it and then uh, help them out on learning how to do that well, we're going to hear now from Joshua Becker. He's got some great insights and perspectives about the value of helping kids stay clutter-free. And one of his ideas is don't give them everything they want. Let's go ahead and listen as uh, Focus President Jim Daly begins. All right, Joshua, let's move this uh, discussion into the kids' zone. Uh, <laughs> how do you deal with all the toys? I mean, I've got a basement full of toys that the boys have outgrown. And we've got foster kids that come through that, you know, they've enjoyed them. But I think the toy clutter is the thing for me that mm. can be most distracting, especially when I step on that stinking Lego. Yeah. Mm. How many times have I done mm. that? Mm. You know, middle of the night going down to check something. Ouch! Have you done that? Oh, uh, so many times, yes. Right, we need to take that guy to court, the inventor of Lego, for <laughs> damages got, to the sole of our money. feet. <laughs> probably got some money if you want to go after him. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> Well, I think the uh, the first thing always, uh, before anything else, I, I try to remind parents that it is it is entirely unfair for your first act of decluttering to be all of your kids' oh. stuff. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, because that's where most people run to. I can't wait to get rid of all the toys and the teenager's room and, and all that stuff. But the reality is we've, we've got to do our own stuff first. The kids have to see yeah. us doing it. They have mm-hmm. to see us explaining why we're doing it. Um, number one, just to set the example, but number two, because we then, I think, go through the emotions that they're going to go through. We find some uh, solutions and some tricks and some things that will help them when, when we get to their space. So, okay, that's fair. You declutter yourself, at least start the process, but then I'm getting back to the Legos. How do we actually then go back to the basement now, and wait a declutter? Minute. Don't you have like bins and bins of <laughs> I'm of not going to tell. That plastic uh, yeah, toy? There's confession and then there's stupidity. <laughs> okay, so. This falls under stupidity. <laughs> we have lots of those little things. Yeah. But, you know, there's just so much stuff. So once you're demonstrating it, mm. your kids can see it and they're going, wow, that's really neat, Dad. You're throwing everything away. Just don't throw my stuff away. 
Yes, son. Let's have a discussion about that. Yeah. Where yeah. do we go from there? Yeah, so um, with almost any aspect of kids' stuff, uh, I think that physical boundaries uh, is so helpful. So we had declutter our home. We spent four, five, six months going through all of our stuff, the bathrooms and bedrooms and kitchens. And That's then we, good to hear right there. That's not a weekend. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, and then we got to my son's toy room, and um, it was in the basement. He had a whole room full of toys, and we said, hey – I think he knew it was coming because we'd been through all the other rooms. And we said, okay, Salem, here's the deal. You can have as many toys as you want that fit against this wall in the toy room. Sounds uh, big. You, <laughs> yeah, you can decide what you want to keep. You can decide which toys are most important, but they have to fit against this wall. Anything that overflows from that wall, we're going to get rid of and we're going uh, to pass along. Um, and so I think that this empowers them to make the decisions about what to keep. They can see the, the physical space. So I can keep this, but then I have to get rid of that. It helps them recognize that. We use that for kids clothes my kid my daughter's artwork collection we've since moved it down to my my daughter it's no longer the the wall it's her closet whatever toys fits in her closet <laughs> you're being successful at it yeah it yeah. uh it works and i think it's actually very important for kids to learn boundaries i mean kids who don't learn boundaries become adults who don't who don't set them and just the the reality of life is we all have time boundaries we all have space boundaries we have financial yeah. boundaries and and all of life is deciding what we're going to put within our finite resources sure. and helping them learn that early is really good for them. So how do you deal with the uh, extended family members that really love to mm. indulge your children because they're the last born of the generation. They're the cutest kids ever. Of course, you agree with all that. But, yeah. but every Christmas and every birthday, there just comes this load mm. of uh, you know wonderful things for them to enjoy. Yeah. Of course, the Bible on love languages tells us that gift giving is a, is a love language, yeah. which I, I tend to agree with. I, I don't think that the idea of humans exchanging gifts is a result of this consumeristic society, right? We've been doing it for years, uh, forever, since the beginning of time. We've been uh, exchanging gifts to show love, respect, and appreciation. So uh, I, I don't, I don't want to take that away. I don't want to take the opportunity for my parents to show love to their grandkids by, by giving gifts. Uh, but I think that there are some principles that can be helpful, uh, quality over quantity. So if you're going to spend $100, don't get... Ten $10 toys, but get two $50 toys. Uh, needs over wants. Kids are always changing and growing, and they're certain th getting into new hobbies and passions. And so uh, these are some things they need that they're getting into. Uh, experiences over possessions, um, mm, you know, yeah. uh, Zoom memberships and movie tickets and yeah. dinners out. Uh, you step on those are far less than, than Legos. <laughs> That's right. Um, and uh, and then the the fourth one is always provide gift lists whenever possible. Uh, as That's well. a good and, idea. And being very early on it, you know. Uh, Christmas time is coming. It's you know beginning of November. Like that's the time to be putting together the list to these to your grandparents. Uh, hey, here's some things my kids are getting into. Here's what they're interested in. These would be some helpful that's a good gifts. Idea. When you just set them off on their own to go get whatever, you know they're just going to get whatever's mm. popular on the toy shelves. I liked what Joshua said about experiences uh, more than possessions, and we try to do that in our home. Uh, for birthdays, we gave kids kind of a token gift or two, and we let the rest of the family members, you know, uncles, aunts, grandparents, uh, give them the bigger things. But we would always do a family experience. One time it might be mini golf. When the kids were younger, we did a train trip, uh, yeah, a day trip on a train. Uh -huh. We just tried to, uh, to do something that would meet their interest 
and provide us time together as a family. Now, there are benefits to that because you don't step on more Legos in the middle of the night, <laughs> um, and stuff isn't just lying around cluttering up the house. Yeah, that's, it's important to look at, at what the priorities are in the home. And if it's to accumulate things, uh, obviously most of us would say it's not. Uh, if it is, then we ask for more, right? Most families, almost 100% families I know, would say we need to declutter, we need to downsize, we need to get rid of stuff. It just naturally comes in. And what we're longing for are experiences and relationship together. We love to look at pictures. We love to reminisce about our experiences. And I think that that what's missing is the intentionality and the planning as parents to put that structure in place. We have the seven traits of effective parenting uh, assessment that parents can go through. And one of the Uh, traits is intentionality. That is what it takes in order to have experiences over Mm. possessions as parents. And yeah, it's easier to buy them stuff than to take them and do something with them, right? Yeah. And it's much more meaningful to to do the experiences, but it is much easier to buy the things. Now, grandparents, uh, if you're listening to this, maybe ask your kids, what would be a good gift for the kids because sometimes grandparents are just as guilty. They'll, they'll be buying things with great intentions, and uh, the, the parents then feel really guilty putting those immediately in Goodwill or, mm-hmm. or Salvation Army, so they feel like they need to keep them. Or there's a sentimental child that says, no, but this was given to me by Grandma or yeah. Grandpa. I can't get rid of it. And uh, help, help the kids out. Help the family out. Plan it with the extended family. How can we conquer this age of consumerism and really have time together and build time together. That's what creates richness in families. Yeah. I, my parents, I think it took them a while because they wanted to give a lot of stuff. And I think they came to embrace the idea of a museum membership or, um, you know, mm-hmm. let's let's go Great visit idea. you and do the train trip I mentioned. Let's find something like that. I think they, they caught on that that's really important and that's going to be longer lasting. And my kids will remember those things far more than most of the stuff they've acquired over the years. Well, at the end of the day, you may want a neat, clean home, and you most certainly want to teach your kids about meaningful relationships, and that's with people more than things. And wherever you are on that journey, we're all struggling in that area. Uh, Here at Focus on the Family, we want to help. Uh, We've got some great resources. We have uh, caring Christian counselors on our team who, if you're struggling with something really significant, they can help. Uh, We are a phone call away, or you hit the website. We'll have uh, contact details in the show notes. We'll also have some information about Joshua's book, Becoming a Clutter-Free Family. We'll send a copy of that to you, and this is a little delicate here, but if you'll make a generous donation to Focus, we'll send you more clutter. Um, No, seriously, we'll say thanks by sending a copy of the book. You can read it and then donate it, or read it and pass it on to somebody. Uh, Make a generous donation today at the website or call as I said, contact information in the show notes. Well, we'll continue the conversation next time with Joshua and get more great advice. And for now, on behalf of Danny and the entire parenting team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 